No, no, no. It was just a one night thing and it had alcohol. Hmm. You can't, it doesn't count if there's alcohol. My God, he about to get it. <laughs> Shout out to all the Nubian sisters burning brothers in 2017. <laughs> Burn that motherfucker down. <laughs> but why is she covering her face and she knows that's what she's doing? Oh my God. To oh be continued, way. yo, what's good as your boy? South 3706 Committee Podcast. We're looking at a very disgusting picture. <laughs> you sent it. Sisters, one of our Nubian sisters about to bless a man with herpes or something like that. So God bless her. But yeah, again, we want to shout out everybody rocking with us again. Shout out to Dover, Delaware, man. Y'all are holding it down this week. Y'all are the top city uh, listens. After that is Concord, North Carolina, Jacksonville, Florida. Shout out to Berlin, Germany. Okay, we international. Hey, with uh, they're up there. Also, Dallas, Texas, and Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Trying to do big things. Shout out to Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to Brooklyn. Shout out to Jersey. I'm not going to shout out Augusta because y'all are a bunch of bitches. Like, I got 706 in my at. Where is the love, Augusta? Wow. Where y'all, at? Where are y'all at? I might have to change mine to like South Breeze 904 since Florida wants to hold us down more than. Actually, what is Dover? What is Dover's area code? I'm about to change my shit to South, South Breeze, Breeze Atlanta. <laughs> Man, I ain't going to do that. But shout out to our uh, loyal listeners, Chuck the Decoy. Shout out to uh, Crafty Cakes, who by the time she hears this will be married. So congrats Yay, to her. Hey, congrats. Shout out to everybody else out there, KJ Dallas Kid. Shout hey, out to K- Hey, KJ. Hey, just watch what you tweet, man. You, you be nice. Hey, don't get reckless. I'm just putting that warning out there. Just chill, chill, KJ. Yeah, KJ needs to get his life together. But uh, we're out here praying for him. A uh, shout out to Adolphus Savage for I don't know what the hell he's doing. He's supposed to be here. But... That's not fair. We can't shout him out. Okay, well, no shout out for Adolphus Savage for <laughs> being another Gucci man like Coke Bender, Lean Bender, whatever he's doing, prostituting his body and whatnot. So y'all pray for him. We're going to start it off today with, uh, I don't even know what we're going to start today with. What y'all want to talk about? Uh, we are clearly hmm. unprepared today. So. I mean, I, I know what I want to <laughs> talk about today. I mean, I got this whole, Do it. we can talk about this Cardi B Nicki Minaj Migos song that is burning up the charts already that just dropped today. Okay, we'll, get, we'll get to that later. So I know what I want to talk about. So there's a marriage in New rude. Jersey. So rude. Just quick thoughts. So there's an American Legion in New Jersey that decided they want to be Billy Badass and again go with this absurd trend of burning NFL jerseys because they don't agree with the players' rights. I know we beat this dead horse, but I'm not gonna lie. If these people end up being homeless veterans, I wouldn't be mad. I would not give them any change because they oh, are shit. very uninformed, very Went classless, there. and they don't. Yeah, because they don't believe in the things that they say they are there to protect and serve and whatever. They're off in La La Land. They probably treated troops that look like NFL players not as good as people that didn't look like them. So shout out to them. Also tying into that, I know everybody's making a big. Uh, Big story about the Air Force Academy guy that came out and gave hot bars, hot hot flaming bars to these people. Actually, let me rephrase that. Y'all want to praise this Air Force Academy guy who called out these secret racists on his campus, but I haven't heard any stories about them actually catching these people. So not only are these people still... I was thinking that too. 
and this is the thing with the internet and Twitter and social media is like people get hyped up about all this crazy stuff, but they never follow up on the story. So again, this person that wrote "Go Home I Nigger" think that's is for still. A reason. What do you mean? You don't think they had yeah, all this hoopla, had all this hype, had all this attraction. The general spoke very well. I would agree with what he said as well. And then you can't tell me that they did not find who did it. They're keeping it hush for a reason. Why they're covering it up, I'm not sure. But I, don't think they found I feel them. as though they're. I think they're clearly co- they're either covering it up, putting that much time into it to figure out who really did it. It doesn't make sense to me. It's been weeks. Yeah, I don't weeks. think they. I don't think they found the person. I think it was just kind of a, kind of a stunt, a publicity stunt. But it's, in my opinion, it's empty. It's an empty threat. Like, okay, cool. Now the same person that has these ideals or thoughts are gonna be in charge of people and yeah. have, you know, probably not treat people how they should be. It's already documented that people of color get harsher sentences and are punished more than uh, their non, uh, their white counterparts in the military. You can look it up. It's on many uh, websites. I mean, that's not just the military. That's like in schools also. Like, well, yeah, all but I mean, elementary school to specifically high school. just tied into that specific thing with the military. But like, it's it's a shame. Like these people are out here, man. Yeah, I mean, people probably knew who it was, but it's you know, no snitching. Everybody, yeah, no, you know, snitching. no snitching. You kind of enable people by not saying anything, and nobody wants to tattletale and snitch. So it's like, oh, maybe they'll just blow yeah. But over. I disagree. I disagree with it in that setting. Like, I get it. Snitch- get stitches and all of that like i'm not one to do that however they're in the air force academy equivalent to west point and all these other major academies they're going to be future leaders in the military and they're held to a much higher standard call out the bullshit i'm sorry call it out it's not acceptable if they're not going to accept it from the people beneath them that they're going to be in charge of then they should hold each other accountable as counterparts people also have uh problems calling out their own family members like at thanksgiving like when they meet up at thanksgiving and and their uncle (laughs) says something racist or their grandpa their grandma and it's just like they just let that stuff slide it's just some people aren't very confrontational and if you know who did that it's it's going to open up i don't want to say it's going to open up a can of worms but it's a thing where you're going to have to prove that that person did it you know you just can't say, oh, this guy did it because he's racist. Well, how do you prove that? You know, just you're going down a big rabbit hole and things get really messy. And it's like, do you really want to go through that? Yeah. Well, again, that's just a quick, quick thing. I know some people shout to Kendall. The people he let listen to the podcast think we're racist. So Hell just, yeah. I, yeah, apparently when you call out racism, you become a racist or well, nobody. Racist. I don't. I don't know if you've heard, but nobody is racist. Just because you, just because you're a white person, you call someone a nigger. That does not make you racist. Just because you're a white person, you wear blackface. That doesn't make you racist. All these things that white people do doesn't make them racist. Racism doesn't exist, according to Caucasian people. But to, just to piggyback off of the uh, the people that are burning these jerseys since we're just going to go all the way racist or whatever, I read an article that um, compared the idea of burning black players' jerseys because that's, who who, that's whose jerseys are being burned. It's the jerseys of black players, and they compared that to lynching, like black people being tortured, hung, strung up by a rope, and burned to death. And basically those people were 
lynched and burned and hung for you know doing things that white people disagreed with like uh, reading or voting interracial dating things like that now you take those people and compare them to the people that are burning jerseys they always burn a black player's jersey they're burning their jersey when they do something that they disagree with and i'm not gonna lie the people that are burning these jerseys look very similar to the people that i see in these lynching photos so I, I wish I could find. I wish I could find. I've never seen them burn a white person jersey. Now I think about it, because I know there's yeah. white players that have kneeled or spoke out. That's such a good point. Well, look, look at Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward left, like literally, he left the whitest city in the NBA, and his jersey was not burned. He was a free agent. He left that city, and nobody did anything. Nobody cared. It was fine. He was okay to leave, but let LeBron leave. You know, let KD leave. Let Kyrie leave. Let Kyrie get traded. You know, people are burning their jerseys. Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas too. Yeah. So it's just like it, it, I'm starting to look at these people that are burning jerseys in a different light because when I read that, I wish I had saved a link to it and could give credit to whoever wrote it. The similarities between people that burn jerseys and people that were lynching black folks back in the day. There's a lot of similarities to it, and it it's very uncomfortable to see now. And now I'm more like you know, ESPN and Fox News and all these other news networks, they really got to take that stuff off the TV because that's that's not the kind of message they need to be putting out there. I never looked at it that way. See, I can see the similarity. I can I'm see, a, I'm a, I'm gonna see where you're I'm coming see from. I'm going to see if I can find that article. I'm going to see if I can find it. <clears throat> I always looked at it as you're, you're burning these jerseys. They already got your money. So do with it as you please thought process like you're gonna burn it you're just the, the foolish person in the scenario because you paid money for that that is true if you want to burn money or waste money y'all can send it to me y'all can follow me at <laughs> and send me all of your disposable income and i will spend it a lot better than you will so. or El the, the, i'll take it the article you can find it at the root.com r-o-o-t and it's written by matthew allen it's called Burning Jerseys, the Distant Cousin of Lynching. To the people, all the people who think our podcast could be potentially racist. I mean, we just talk about the issues and things that are going on in real life. We can't we can't we can't we can't change that. Like we're we're speaking the reality that we live in and speak of. If it happens to be that, then you know, do better in your life and trying to influence change, you know. We're we're just here speaking on what we see. But we're gonna pivot off that, you know extremely racist topic and go to Dunkin' Donuts. Probably wondering, <laughs> wow, how do we go from racism to Dunkin' Donuts? So there's an article put out by the NewJersey.com about Dunkin' Donuts limiting their, I don't know, their selection of donuts or something stupid like that. And they're saying people are freaking out. Clickbait, because I don't, I literally don't think people are freaking out about them cutting the options. Oh my God, no! Bring me back the donuts. Well, uh, what, like, no bullshit? Yeah, I guess not. Probably, (laughs) I'll probably add some screaming uh, (laughs) noises or something like that behind that. But not like, dude, when I go to Dunkin' Donuts, I literally only order like glazed. I'm pretty plain Jay when I go to Dunkin' Donuts. I don't need the double stuffed cream sprinkled. Jelly filled. I don't know. I don't need all that nasty shit. Nah, man. Cats, cats love their Dunkin' Donuts, and if they they like that cream filling and that extra sprinkles and chocolate, all that, that stuff, if they cream? take that away, 
I think it depends on what what donuts they're taking away. I know because the chocolate glaze is my favorite, not the chocolate frosting glaze. No, just a chocolate donut with a normal glaze on top. You know what I'm talking about? That it's like a chocolate donut, but it looks ashy. That is my oh, shit. That's my fucking oh, weakness right there. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? I got you. I don't even talk about it. They better not. I'll be heartbroken. Oh, okay, I guess I am you know. those people. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to the the, the, Boston, the Boston cream glaze, but I don't know. Like, let us know: is Dunkin' Donuts really popping where y'all are at? Because it's hey. my entire well, in my entire life living in the South, the Papa Donut place was Krispy Kreme, which I also think is highly overrated. Where I live now in Jersey, there's literally a Dunkin' Donuts on every street corner. It's ridiculous. Like you could be at a Dunkin' Donuts and throw a rock and hit another Dunkin' Donuts. When I lived in the South, it was like that Waffle House. You'd be eating at a Waffle House and look out the window and see another one. So I was like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. I know a lot of people at Dunkin' Donuts now for coffee, which is which is odd because their coffee is not great unless they want to give us money. And Go Dunkin' Donuts crazy. has the greatest coffee. <laughs> <laughs> y'all want to send us some free donuts? You know what I'm saying? Y'all got all, y'all donuts are legit. I'm just your coffee. Yeah. It's not. Nah, People go crazy bad. over the coffee. I don't get it. Because of the price price point, that's probably why. Yeah, but they're. I feel like they're so limited in flavor. It's not like their competition, Starbucks, to where I already know how to order at Starbucks. As complicated as it may be, I got that menu down packed. Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts, I don't know how to order. It's like, um, I don't know, medium? Shout out all your weirdos to go to Starbucks and have the most We are absurd. not weird. Yeah, you say that until, like myself, who's a former Starbucks employee, has oh, a really? shirt. Yes. They'll never hire another black person at Starbucks again, I <laughs> for, the, for the record. For the record. But yeah, man, these people are out of control. Like, can I get a, this one dude come in every morning he get like a, a seven honey black coffee. I'm like, bro, that is the weirdest show I've ever heard of. Like, and he had it is always Listen, once seven. you find your coffee, that's it. There's no more looking. That's a bit excessive though. That's like that's like a fourth of a cup of, of honey. Like that is that's out of control. Gotta yeah. have your Starbucks. Gotta have it. Listen, I hate when I go to Starbucks and they try. Like with the sandwiches, when I say I want a bacon breakfast Gouda sandwich or however, and they're like, oh, you mean the bacon, egg, and cheese? No, motherfucker. I'm ordering the way you taught me to order. Don't make it basic talking about a bacon, egg, and cheese. That's not what it is anymore. You have to say the 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 breakfast artisan sandwich. You know what I'm talking about? <sighs> Shout out to all my baristas out there. Like, <laughs> Low-key, if you, if you work at Starbucks... At me at Southbury 706. Let me know your experience. I love my, Starbucks. My experience with Starbucks is just like a cult. Like, those people are weird. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they sprinkled a little cocaine in their Starbucks coffee. Nah, it's like a cult for real, though, because, like, you have to go to, like, training classes. And we had, like, a little diary you had to keep. Like, when you what? taste the coffees, I'm dead what? serious. Anybody who worked at Starbucks, at me, you know what I'm talking about. You had to keep, like, a little diary about the coffee you tasted. You I had would to, love like, that. You'd have to like write down the feelings you had when you drank it and what you tasted, and you have to be able to like Your identify feelings? the identify the specific flavors and oh, this has a light nut taste and honey roasted and like, bro, this shit is out of control. And then when I tried to quit, they kept calling me like, "Yo, 
you know, come back. You know, we really want you back with the team and blah, blah, blah. I think I was their uh, one black person they had to have hired to meet their, like, quota or whatever. <laughs> I fucked that all up. Like, I had braids and everything. I was in there while I didn't care. But no, nah, the hours were crazy. Like, four o'clock in the morning, do that nonsense. Like, bro, I'm good. And then they always had me doing, like, the manual labor. Like, hey, can you uh, put the chairs out front? I'm like, bruh, y'all get paid just as much as I do. Y'all put the chairs up front yourself. So, but a shout out to Starbucks and their overpriced coffee. But I do like your Americanos. So they're pretty good. But yeah, so what is your what is your go-to coffee drink, El Shop? Sorry, I was distracted by my dog. Oh, my go-to is a grande. Fuck you. Watch your mouth. I go to like coffee grande, is the grande. Huh? Yep. Depending how tired I am, I might <laughs> eventually. <laughs> I know what you did. I'm trying to ignore you. But okay. <laughs> Savage. The DMs are open, guys. The DMs. I so hard. We need just one episode without my DMs. Okay, listen. Chocolate mocha with an extra espresso shot and a caramel swirl. Boom. I will love you forever. Mm. That's it. And I think okay. that's quite simple. It Not depends really. on the season, because in the summertime, when the cocoa mocha comes out. What? Well, at least you're not like one of these basics That's to get a the uh, special one. One of these basics to get the pumpkin spice everything. Like I seen, they got like a pumpkin Never spice pizza. Like is that? I mean, ew. Yeah. So you know, we might be racist. I don't deal with the straight pumpkin. up. Is pumpkin spice, no. is pumpkin spice a white people thing? Like I don't think I've ever had a pumpkin. No, in it's my not. Life. It's not just the white. People what does pumpkin thing? taste I know like? Of people. Because people are like, oh. I don't care for the taste of pumpkin. Like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for Thanksgiving to get pumpkin pie. I'm like, nah, bro. Sweet potato pie. No, bro. Pumpkin exactly. pie. Like... Thank you. Thank you. Sweet potato pie. I don't mess with pumpkin. It doesn't do anything for me. I can't wait for sweet potato pie. I feel like pumpkin spice is like the level two initiation to the Illuminati or something like that. Because <laughs> the hype for this every year it's for this seasonal it. thing couldn't be. It shouldn't be this serious. It's like. I'm pretty sure if you want to have pumpkin spice all year, you could. You just pumpkin spice choose. is just like they treat it like Jordan release dates. <laughs> like when when new <laughs> shoes are getting released, that's how they treat pumpkin that's spice. That's so true. There's like a countdown and shit. Because it's only out for a season, so it's like once it comes out, people got to get it and they tear it off the shelves. I don't even know what it looks like or what it's for. Yeah, I don't even know what it smells like. What do you you sprinkle it on you know, your Thanksgiving turkey or something? I don't. I don't know. I'll tell you this. Last year, I went to a wedding. There was a martini bar. And this couple that was there, they ordered a pumpkin spice martini. And I was like, I don't fuck with the pumpkin spice. It's like, no, you got to try it. That should change my life. That's all I had the whole night. For coffee, I don't mess with it. But in a martini, that was good stuff. It really was. So you have entered the pumpkin spice Illuminati. So no. No, no, no. It was just a one night thing and it had alcohol. Hmm. You can't, it doesn't count if there's alcohol. That's usually how one night things start. So, <laughs> shout out to you. Pumpkin spice. Yeah, I had a one night thing with a latte. Pumpkin spice mommy over here. So, oy vey. Oy vey. Way pa. Yeah. Again, shout out to all y'all savages that drink pumpkin spice, whatever. Sounds gross. Probably never going to try it, but. Whatever, I'll stick to my Americano or my black coffee with like two sugars. And not the white sugar. I'm pro black, so I get the brown sugar. Shout out to me. Let's talk about this week's wine it out. What you got, El Chapa? 
Oh, thank you. So this week's wine is actually going to go Australian wine. This is going to be from Southern Australia. And I saw the bottle. It had a cute little penguin on it. And ironically enough, the name of it is The Little Penguin. Merlot. I'm sorry. Hold on. My son is crying in the background. Hold on. Let me put on my Mike Vick jersey real quick. God damn. I oh fucking my hate God. you. I hate you so much. I'm a Falcon. Stay fan. away from my dog. No, shut I'm the fuck Falcus, up. I'm a you stay away from my dog, okay? The brotherhood. Rise up. In brotherhood. Anyway. Shout out to Gift Queen. <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, so I went with the little penguin. I went with the Merlot. I went back to my roots. And this is actually going to be a 13.5%. For those of you who are new to wine drinking, especially with the reds, I think it's actually a pretty good one. It's kind of subtle in, in terms of flavor. So I think, I think it's a good one to start off with. So that's the wine for tonight. The wine itself is actually going to be to, it might be to you, just depends on the individual, right? Oof. So my wine itself is going to be, for those of you out there, darn to the, in my opinion, excuse of the quote-unquote daddy issues or mommy issues, and I really feel as though it comes up. Let's let's stick let's stick with the daddy issues. Oh, no, it could go no, both ways. I've never. Well, you've never. The, the mon- no, no, the mommy issues is a different different type of thing, like. That's more of a maturity issue. The, the woman daddy issues, I think, think, is a little bit You don't bit, think the daddy issues deeper. one is too? Well, continue. Let me, I'm sorry. Let, let, let me let you speak. Once you reach a point to where you can find what your issue is, and if you can find the root point is, which is quote-unquote daddy issues, such as I'm on the pole because I had daddy issues because daddy wasn't around, or I treat women this way because my mom wasn't around, I have mommy issues, at that point, you've done, you're two-thirds ahead of the whole fucking game. You already acknowledge the problem and you acknowledge the root cause of it. Now, whether or not said individual is going to come back into your life, mommy or daddy or whatever the case is, is irrelevant at that point. You're old enough and wise enough to understand you have an issue and the cause of it. At that point, I really feel as though you need to take control of it and, and be mature enough to go back to your maturity point to make a change in yourself. If you can acknowledge that what you're doing is wrong and, I can't stress that enough. You need to make a change. And say, I'm just way because my dad wasn't around. Okay. I can say the same thing too, probably, but you don't see me making fucking excuses. And I get everybody is different. But I simply, I just, I don't believe in that. The whole daddy issue, mommy issue, and all that, that's a weak ass excuse. And I'm really tired of hearing people say that. I've heard that a lot recently. And I really just feel as though people need to just pull up their panties pull up their boxes, and put in that fucking work because the real world is there. Are you just going to sit back like a little kid stuck in that mindset? Or are you going to be mature enough to start dealing with your problems head on? Not saying it's going to be easy. Not saying that not having that influence of a father is, is not important. It is. But at this point, you can recognize the issue. So you, as much harder as it would be versus somebody who maybe has had their parent in their life, you need to be able to put in that work and press forward. That's just my mind thought. And that was a big-ass line. I feel strongly about that one. I have a question. I have a question. When, when <laughs> what? You say, I, have, I have plenty of questions. <laughs> Let's go when, for when it. You, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you talk about uh, daddy issues, and I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about women that have daddy issues. What exactly? It can go both ways. Not I, I understand like, that, but let's stick more, with the women. Yeah, more specifically, you're talking about. Cause I guess you're. It's easier for you to talk from a woman's perspective about this. What exactly do you mean when you say daddy issues? Like, what are you, what are you thinking about there when you are say some, that? My first reaction is when it comes to women who are getting into relationship with guys that just ain't shit, and they're getting into relationships with guys who have let's say the same patterns as maybe their father might have had or they just keep tending to leave and they're like oh well that's what my dad used to do and that's why i keep getting drawn to this person or i like older guys i want that comfort from an older man in my life because i didn't have that because my dad wasn't around things like that those are more specific specific examples if you will and i just feel like that's just you're reaching older guys because you like an older guy if you're dealing with an ancient guy that's because you 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 just want to deal with that if you know that he ain't no good for you why aren't you leaving because he blowing out that bike <laughs> no no because your dad's not in that nah, don't say no because you know that's a true. yeah okay no I mean, I, no not I, necessarily I, I do think that there is something to how how some women or who's who certain women tend to date. I, I think the relationship or lack of relationship with their dad has a lot to do with it. And and like you're saying, it's it's pretty hard to acknowledge that. Like nobody wants to acknowledge that, oh man, I'm I'm kind of it is hard. Up. Yeah. No one wants it is to... hard, but I feel as though once you do make that acknowledgement, are you just gonna stay there or are you gonna do something about it? Because you can recognize that it's an issue. You can recognize the problem. Are you gonna do something about it? Not recognizing it is one thing. But once you do, I feel like you have to take some sort of responsibility in your life and your decisions and actions. That is fair. You do have to do that. You can't, like, at some point, you can't blame your parents for everything. Right. Like, I had this discussion with my mom earlier today, and I was like, this might be kind of heavy, but it's Hi, weighing on my mind. Hey, Ma. Hola. Um, first of all, she speaks English. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, hey. Build that wall. Build that wall. America. My family won't be affected. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fuck that wall. I can't <laughs> Going through the paperwork oh, right now. I'm like, shit. No. Chris is about to be very late. No. <laughs> Where's my sister? No, I'm kidding. Um, no, fuck that wall, man. Don't even get me started. That's a whole oh, other discussion. Shit. But 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 see, so I was talking to my mom about it, and she's like, the thing people kind of say, well, it's because my dad wasn't around, my mom wasn't around. Who's to say having their involvement in your life was actually going to be a positive impact? I have I have said this on previous podcasts before. On an earlier one, you know, someone was saying that you need to have your dad or mom in your life, and I'm like, you, you don't need to have a father in your life you need to have a good father because anybody can just be there and not do anything for you if you're a positive influence on your kids and be in your kid's life but if you being there is going to make that kid worse then that kid doesn't need you in their life and i guess we were talking about baby mamas and baby daddies and them keeping their kids away from the parent and if they should or should not but it's like yo if you know you're you know the father of your kid or the mother of your kid is a negative 
like ain't shit person and is only bringing your family down, then you shouldn't have your kids around them. And I, yeah. I agree with that. Like just unless you want to be a better person, then you're not going to be around my kids. Hmm. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to take this time, especially on this heavy issue. I'm a person to call out <laughs> Dolphus Savage. <clears throat> Dolphus. Here we go. You need to be in your kid's life. You need to be in your kid's <laughs> life, man. Wow. This is ridiculous. You got a podcast. You're out here being successful. You never talk about your children. You don't mm. visit them. The holidays are coming up. Mm. You're doing these giveaways for the podcast, giving away money. Are you buying Oof. presents? You don't give your kids shit. Flame this nigga. You, you need to step up to the plate. You need to step up to the plate and be a real man. Be present. You have that Christmas outfit, though? You can lay up with a woman. Oof. You can lay, up, lay down with the Oof. woman. Put it down. But you're not... You can't a stay. big enough man to be a father. So I'm personally calling Adolphus Savage. Y'all can go tweet him at Adolphus <laughs> underscore Savage and let him know that he's a terrible parent. And that he needs Don't to even be get me started resp- around Father's Day. He needs to be held responsible Ooh. for his, his lack of <laughs> integrity as a man. We just have eight years of President Barack Obama, and he was showing us an example of how to be a great father. And Adolphus just chose to ignore that. That's why he's probably not here now. He's out doing drugs and chasing hookers and Lord hey, Jesus. hey, take time to be a dad. Take the time. Just do it. That's it. It's easy. Just do it. That's it. So everybody, you know, hashtag pray for Adolphus. <laughs> I, I will I will say that uh like back on the, the daddy issues, I know most people think that uh like exotic dancers or entertainers uh have daddy you mean issues. Like the circus? No, no, no. Um, <clears throat> strippers. You know, people that frequent the gentlemen's club. You know, those young ladies. Magic City. Those young performers. You know, a lot of people assume that they have daddy issues and that's why they're there. That's not necessarily the truth. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't feel like that's the case. Maybe I maybe back in like the eighties, possibly, but I feel like these days with you know, the rise of social media and the way people can connect a lot easier, there's some good money out there in in stripping and i feel like a lot of young ladies are just taking advantage of it like i I talked to this this one lady she said that her her friend was stripping in miami for one summer and made almost a hundred thousand dollars just in one summer doing that but she, really? she, I mean, and, but it, 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 she she put in some work. Like she was out there every night, like just working for a whole summer, and walked away with a hundred thousand dollars. And you know, you you tell someone that they can make that kind of money in three months, that's that's hard to turn down. And you you're also in the in the prime of your you're in your physical peak, so you probably look as good as you're ever gonna look. So. Why not use your body to, you know, cash out real quick? I mean, hey, I appreciate strippers. Hey, I mean, it's a very artistic form of entertainment. It is. I, mean, I, I, I enjoy it. It's very, it takes, it definitely takes talent. I will not take that away from them. They are very talented because the thing is, is if, you see, a, if you see a bad stripper, you, you really know it and you can tell the bad ones you can you can tell the difference between the really bad ones and the ones that put in the work to be great at their craft mm-hmm. and i just want them all to be great just be great well as you can see that i am silent during this segment because <laughs> i'm i'm sitting you know shout out to kj dallas kid for praying with me 
KJ, you better watch it, man. I'm These, telling you, this man's playing with fire. It's because KJ can't get into the strip club yet. Yes. Wait till yes. he gets of age, okay? Yes. Watch. No, he is he is an H town, so. But you know, but that means he can just go hit up the mega the mega churches of Joel Osteen instead and spend that money. <laughs> no, he can't. No, Are the doors open. Well, you're, you're right. But yeah, he you know <laughs> positive vibes out there. Everybody not going to gentlemen's clubs and you know donating that money to your local uh, lame. So, so DeAndre Hopkins. So yeah, these NFL owners, they're they're just. Uh, I feel like they're digging themselves deeper and deeper into the hole. They're making things worse. Yeah, I don't understand how you say something like that. I don't understand how, as a a, a writer, a reporter, you, you write that down. They don't say, "Hey, uh, you sure you want to put this out, bro?" Like they're like, "Nah, fuck it, dog, put that shit out." So, Marcus, you have the direct quote up. I don't want to misquote this uh, fine NFL owner. Well, he he said that. Um in regards to players kneeling and protesting the anthem, which they're not protesting the anthem. That's not what they're doing. But in reference to that, he said, you can't have the inmates running the prison. Yes, that is Bob McNair, the owner of the Houston. You can't refer to your employees and your partners as inmates in a prison. You can't do that. And And you can't expect to say that and expect them to come to work and just not feel a certain way about what you said. You're going to have to be responsible for those words. Yeah, so DeAndre Hopkins, he was absent from practice. They tried to characterize it as a personal day, but there were other reports that say it was directly related to those comments. And Bob McNair later on, shortly thereafter, I don't know how shortly, but about and he apologized, saying, I regret, <clears throat> I regret that I used that expression. I never meant it to offend anyone. I was not referring to our players. I used it as a figure of speech that was never intended to be taken literally. I would never characterize our players or our league that way. If I apologize, anyone who was offended by it. Okay. All right. Get the fuck out of here, dude. What like, other way can you take that? You knew that? exactly what you said. Well, <clears throat> to be fair, I... You could make an argument that he didn't mean it like that. But again, just like with 45 last week, with the uh, the issue with the soldier, again, what he's saying was true. You know, hey, you knew what you signed up for, but you have to have the awareness to know that, okay, this is not the right time to say this. What he was saying, I can understand it, but again, it the, actually, no, it doesn't. It's a bad sense. analogy. So it is a bad analogy because it may still have jobs. So, like these people are, in, they're employed. They're they they're providing services, making you billions of dollars. So you can't refer to them as people that have committed crimes in a country where most of the inmates do look like NFL players. That's that's just not the right way to go about you know saying something like that. And just like again, if you're gonna say that, man, you're already an owner. You can do whatever you want. Apparently, don't apologize. Like, dude, we know we know you're full of shit. Just yeah, just say it with your chest, man. Just if you're gonna say that, then just say it and just deal with the consequences. Yeah, next but, week somebody else will say something else wilder and nobody will remember it. But I mean, don't don't. It's completely you, belittling. There, there's no other way. There's really no other way to take it. I yeah, don't understand how you try and come back and sugarcoat after the fact. No, the damage is already done. You said I mean, what you said. It's you just put your foot in your mouth because you you also have to look at the optics of it because. 
all of the owners, except for one, are old white guys. A majority of that league, people of color. So and then, and then the one that's not the old white guy donated a million dollars to forty five campaigns. Yeah. So you you're comparing you're you're comparing the owners to people that run a prison, and it's just like you know it just that doesn't look right because prisons are full of people of color, and you're talking down to your employees who are also people of color, and you're re- referring to them as inmates, and they're protesting racial inequalities when it comes to the criminal justice system. So there's a lot of layers that go to that. And you, you can't say that you're really, there was, it was couldn't sensitive. Say yeah. I also shout to the sensitive. fucking, the fucking herb, Doug Gottlieb, former ESPN employee who went on to say that Deandre Hopkins didn't possess the intelligence to understand that quote. So if you don't know who oh, Doug Godley is, he is a he is a white guy who had his own personal issues in college. Uh, from from what Twitter was saying, I didn't hear about this, one, but apparently he was scamming credit cards. Uh, I think there was a issue with sexual assault or some sort of assault with a woman. So yeah, they were like, yeah, he didn't have the intelligence not to get caught scamming credit cards. Like he was getting flamed in his mentions. But again, you have the white male coming out and telling black people that they're not intelligent. And what they should or should not be offended by. So shout out to you, you're a fucking yeah, class. A, oh, he works for Fox News too. Just just throwing that out there. So it's, it's just ridiculous how white people are telling black people how they should react to things and how they should feel about things that don't like these things don't affect the owners of the NFL. The the issues that the players are protesting, those are things that those owners will never have to deal with. They don't know anybody that's going to have to deal with that stuff. And for them to basically say, hey, you guys need to just get over and stop doing this. It's just, it's dismissive and non-empathetic to their feelings. And you don't care about them. You, you're you basically treating them like property. Like, hey, just go out there, do your job. I don't care about how you feel or how you feel about your family or anything like that. And then you also have the media, which is also majority white. A great like spouting that same rhetoric like hey why are these guys protesting the anthem when they're literally saying that they're not protesting the anthem you know there's not a there's not a lot of marginalized voices in the media really putting out what is going on and what they're protesting and it's there's an imbalance in the coverage and how it's perceived that's why people keep saying that they're protesting the anthem that's not what they're protesting it's racial inequalities, the criminal justice system, racism. Nobody's protesting the anthem. No one's got a problem with the anthem outside of the fact that it's racist. <laughs> you don't say. You, yeah, y'all go look up that third verse in the national anthem and y'all come talk to us about uh, I mean, standing look, flag. Look up the people that wrote it. Look up who was free at the time when that song was written. Yeah, shout out to this video. I saw a video online on Twitter. This guy, I think he was in high school. This kid refused to stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance. And this dude, like, swept his chair under his feet and knocked him to the ground. I'm like, dude, like, you're in high school, dog. You don't even know anything in life. He did have on some, like, funky American flag T-shirt, which is a flag code violation. Yeah, like, these kids, they just... Kids and people in general, I feel they have to be so attached to something. Like, they don't have any identity, but they're like, oh, honestly, man, racism might be the only thing that white people can can identify with. Like, 
that's the only thing they their, their claim to fame is like what else do they have what else have they provided f- for the culture of america that's pretty much what was brought over here when christopher columbus accidentally came over here and quote unquote discovered america i mean why 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 send the native americans out that's racism yeah, that's, why yeah, put I, black people into slavery? That's racism, segregation, racism, Jim Crow, racism. You know, yeah, police brutality. You know. It's it's just it's schools. It, it's a lot. There's a lot of stuff that needs to change in this country. Well, but, I don't, I'm trying you know, to think. stand for the anthem. Just stand for the anthem. Yeah, and, I don't, I don't think that was around. a hot take. I mean, it's an observation. I mean, of course, I'm not white Americans have contributed to American society and culture and whatnot, but the ones that impacted the most seem to be the worst ones. Trail of Tears, slavery, mass incarceration, you know, police brutality, things of that nature. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, there's also, there's also minor things that are affecting, you know, people of color. Like just, just even like your name, if your name sounds too black, then someone might not hire you. Who's to say that a black person's name sounds funny and unprofessional? You know, if your name, you know, Taquanda, all of a sudden it's like, well, what kind of name is that? Compared to, you know, a white person or a Jewish person's name, Gunther. that's fine. You know, who, Gunther, who, Cooper, uh, what's the other top five Caucasian white people names? Um, yeah, hella racist now. Okay. I mean, Zach- just, Zachary, hey, Zachary, and hey, we just gonna step right in it though. You know, if you wanna, you wanna call it, call it Ma- like you see it. Matt, Madeline. I mean, you tell me one. Bo- racist, tell I know me Madeline. one racist thing I, know I said. Madeline, that's not. Madison. That's Spanish. It's in Spanish. Also. Damn, there's another crazy one I was looking at Twitter the other day. I was like, yo, that is like the craziest super Caucasian name, but. Yeah, it is what it is. There's a there's a reason why Asian Americans come over to this country and they get they change their Asian American name. Yes, Steve. Yeah, name is Steven. Asians do that. Hispanics do that. Like, there's a reason for that. No, we don't. Yes, I do. There's people that have done that. They have their 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 real name is like um, Jorge, but they go by George. Stuff like that. I, hey, I, Zeus. Uh, that's like, fucking like, different. Their name is their no, name is their name is, their name is Jesus, and they go by Joe. Like they change. Like we're not gonna sit here and that's act like different. So we're gonna no, sit not. here. If your name is sit here and, if your name is Jorge, Jorge, why are you going by George? By... Really? That's a fucking. That's a stretch. Are we going to sit here? Are we? Are we going to sit here? Are we going to sit here and act like Hispanic Americans are not changing their names to sound more American, quote unquote, to get better jobs? We're going to sit here and act like that. This is news to me. This is not news. Maybe, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I I know for a fact that Hispanics and Latinos do that. They they will change their Hispanic sounding name to sound more American. That's the thing. You can't even do that because your last name gives you away. I understand that, but they still will change their first name. They're, they're trying. <laughs> they're no. doing what they can. That shit's a stretch. Let me try to change. My mom gets pissed off at me that I don't even go by my full first name. Like She's like, I gave that name for a reason. Yeah, Why don't you go long. by your full first name? Because it's fucking long. Okay. It just, mm. That's the, that's the and only that's, reason? And that's my name that when I'm in trouble. 
I don't need people to know my name. They don't need to know my full name. I'm, that's the only reason you don't use it, huh? Literally. Okay. I'll take your word you for it. You already know my full first name. I'm taking your word for it. If that's what you yeah, want to say. Very... I, it goes against it goes against your argument. I'm 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 going off of what you're telling me. I, I'm not it gonna call you a liar. It goes against your argument. That's fine. You questioning me though. I'm not questioning you. I told I said I agree I mean, with that's, you. That's that's a small sample size, but I I have heard the Jorge George thing. No, it's not spelled the same. Your name is spelled J O R G E. That's not how you spell George in American or English language. Like your name's Jorge, go by Jorge, man. Let that shit rock, dog. More like sometimes people just like, yeah, 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 that's my name because they're tired of fucking correcting people. Okay, well, you should. Like, if that is my name, you will call me by my name. I'm almost tempted. In the I gotta future, do research on this. Whenever I have this kids, is news to me. To name them the most absurd like name, just to, like not nah, like that is my name. My name is not gonna be short. You're not gonna give me a nickname. You're gonna call me what my birth name is. Take the time to figure it out. We got all day. You know, let make people put respect in your name. But to the point about the job thing, even with the the black names, shit, just the black face, the black skin. Like I know I applied for a job one time. I sat out, did an interview, whatnot. Cool. Didn't get the job. Cool, whatever. At some point, I got the job because one of my homeboys put me in, and I was speaking to another gentleman that worked there, a white dude. He looked like a gerbil, and I was talking to him. We I don't know. We were talking about how we got hired. And he was like, yeah, you know, I was just chilling, walking home from school. And the owners of the store was like, hey, do you want a job? He was like, sure. I was like, bro, I I sat down for an interview. I filled out paperwork and you were just walking home from school and they gave you a job. So, like, don't tell me that there aren't inequalities. Mm. Like, because what other reason? Like, he wasn't even looking for a job. I sat down, applied, filled out paperwork. Now, mind you. I ended up being probably one of the greatest worker in that company's history, shots to Zaxby's. But um, yeah, but he was just like, oh no, I just walked home from school. They just gave me a job. I'm like, bro, that's bullshit. Like I put in an application and I didn't get hired and you just walking home, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You gotta call it what it yeah, is. Yeah, so. that's gotta hurt. Yeah, so again, the committee, AKA Racist Podcast is back at it again. We're gonna quickly transition over to the whole Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, uh, offset song. I guess that's Migos. popping right now. Migos. Migos, all of them, all three of them are on the song. You sound so excited. <sighs> I still haven't finished culture. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I haven't finished listening to it. Okay, you know what it was this morning. Literally every fucking station in New York had it playing. High ninety seven, power one hundred five. 92.3, Z100. It was like back to fucking back to the point where it was so much in my face. I turned that shit off. Yeah. I... Who is the sort of radio? Who still does that? Sometimes I do. It's but in the morning, in the morning I do. I like to listen to the Breakfast Club. Trash. Trash. But um Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard the whole song yet. And this is how we're gonna keep Cardi B alive in the rap game. I guess so. We got to do so. Shout out. See, I wouldn't say it. I think she's doing enough on her own to, to uh, keep herself relevant in the rap game. I feel like that's she's what put I'm in, saying. Uh, she's uh, putting some. She's putting some work to to get where she's at. It's I not like she's she's not a she hanger on her out here. Didn't say she didn't, but I mean, this is not trying. Like this is she's one of the hot rappers out. You know, get her on a song. Like 
Take it. What you should do. Accept it. Life will be easier. She's she's going to be here. She's going to be around. Just like young M.A. was here too, right? And she was going to be around too. She's already outshined young M.A. Young M.A. was on our G the other day talking about listening to my new track and blah, blah, blah. That's the point. That's the point. You're missing the point. You're missing the point. The point was that young M.A. was supposed to be on Next Big Thing and you know, a week later, nobody's know. heard from like her. some sarcasm. Also, but no sarcasm. Cardi, Cardi, B, Cardi B has also been putting in work, and she has more than one song going right now. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Young Young M.A. had that one song she wrote, Bobby Schmurder's Wave, and got hot, but she hasn't really had a follow-up to that. Cardi B had a song before Bodak Yellow that was bubbling. That was pretty, she actually had two or three really good songs before Bodak Yellow even blew up. Mm-hmm. She, wrote heard wave, she wrote she rode the wave of Bodak Yellow, got to number one. She rode she the wave of Kodak Black's flow and made Bodak Yellow, yes. I understand that. Just, just because Kodak Black sabotaged his career, that's that's on him because he can't stay out of jail. Hey, free to project, but, uh, baby. Okay, but so Cardi B rode the wave of Bodak Yellow all the way to number one, and now she's branching out. Other people are starting to want to work with her, and she's followed up the success of Bodak Yellow into other collaborations, other songs that are actually really good. That G Easy song is a banger. You're gonna hear Thank that song a you. lot. This I did song, hear that song. Thank that you. Is, that is it a goes good so song. Hard. This song, the song with Migos and Nicki Minaj, that's those are Migos, like them or not, they're the biggest rap group going right now. There's no better rap group out there. There's no more yeah, pop uh, rap. Yeah, group. rephrase that because there are plenty of better rap groups than the Migos. Who are relevant? Outside of like run I'm the jewels, about better rap, I'm talking about better rappers. Who are, who's relevant? What other relevant rap group is there right now? It's not about relevant. You said that's what we're talking best. about. That's what I'm asking about. I'm talking about skill wise. I'm talking about relevancy. Who's out here getting on the charts? Who's out here making music? Who's out here dropping songs? So again, you just said who listens to the radio. I don't know what's on the charts because I listen to what I want to listen to. So and okay. it's not the Migos. What group in 2017 has dropped a hot album outside of Run the Jewels and Migos? Unless I'm missing somebody, I don't know. Either way, she was able to get on a song with the hottest rap group, one of the hottest rappers, period, in Nicki Minaj. She was able to get on that song and hold her own. So this whole, you know, how long is Cardi B going to be around? Is she a flash in the pan? Is she a one-hit wonder? It's time to start dead in that stuff because she's here. Like, she's put in the work. Thank you. Say that after... That, nah, it's not. It's what, so what, what, what all does she look at the okay. collaborations? Look I, at the collaboration, and then she's over here on the track with Nicki Minaj. I think that speaks volumes because the industry and the world seems to think that there can only be one female rapper out relevant at a time, and they just already crushed that. They, there can be. That's that's how this works. Nicki Minaj hadn't. I heard a pee from her until this song. That's what it has she's been. been. You, she's, you, she's been collabing with other artists. You didn't hear no it. frauds. You didn't hear her Remy response. We didn't have a whole podcast about that song. No frauds was trash. We it was still a song that you heard though. Don't act like you ain't listening to Nicki Minaj this year. I don't. And stop I was, it. If she's not no, trash, no, 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 no. That's not. Either. That's not the same thing. They're trying to say that was a hit. That was so a you didn't. No, you shit. didn't. You didn't hear that Yo Gotti song. You didn't hear Rake It Up. You haven't heard that song. I've never heard the whole entire song. You again? I don't. No, right, no. I, that's what you want to say. Know, that's what you want to go. You ain't heard it. Just check the history. I do not listen to the radio, so I would not hear these songs. I didn't hear Bodak Yellow until super late. I'm like, I've never heard this song before. I don't listen to the radio. I don't listen to the radio either, but we also know what songs are popping, what songs are hot, what songs are making noise. You don't just get that from the radio. You get that from the internet. 
Like they didn't play Bodak Yellow on the radio when I first heard it. I just you, it comes from the internet. That's where that stuff comes from. Somebody, I was like, all right, cool, but. Well, I, I'm just curious about how, why you think like Cardi B doesn't have like the legs to last in a rap game, but last year you were you were pretty big on designer, and he kind of just disappeared. Mm. No, designer's being smart. What has designer done since he released Panda? He did some ad libs on that Champion song. Like, what has he done to follow up? He hasn't. He released that mixtape that really did next to nothing. He had an interesting performance at last year's BET Awards. All right, so as far as designer goes, <laughs> he has a song you can check out called, because I have it on my playlist. He has a song called Up. He has a song called Holy Ghost. Pretty good songs. He has a song, uh, shout out to Michael Pratt. There is a, uh, I forgot what kind of, I don't know what the album is called. I have to look it up, but he actually had a very good verse in that song. You got you, you can't forget, he signed a good music, so I don't, I don't foresee them letting him fail. I think he's kind of laying low. I think he's gonna pop up with another hit. Like designer has talent. Like y'all not gonna disrespect the panda god. Designer, right, well, like Cardi B also has talent, and she's put out more music than designer to date. She just, has no, no. It's just she has that you she, know about. I don't. I've never heard these other Cardi B songs you speak of. Just like I haven't. Heard. I haven't heard these designer songs you talk about. Well, there were two peas in the pod then. Exactly. But all I know is that Cardi B has two mixtapes. She has one number one song, and she has two features that are on hot songs that are going to be played yep. for the next rest know, of the year. That are on Bodak the right comes now. on my new playlist. I skip that song, so I'm sick of hearing it. So that's you. But when the designer comes on, I know it's not that good. I can put on. I can like no. It's I've heard well, Panda that much. And I can still listen to Panda right now. Nobody, no nobody's, problem. nobody's tired of hearing designer yet because designer hasn't really put out any new new music. Well, I'm, yeah, no I'm new tired music of that you have heard about. No new music that no one's talking about. No one talks about him. And Who's talking about so, designer? So, okay, Let's so because be so because we don't Let's talk be about it means it's not good. Does that that should matter, right? Like someone mm-hmm. should be like you. We're talking you, about relevance. You listen to designer. Talking, I don't hear nobody you, talking about uh, Rhapsody's album that much, but it's still uh, a great I, album, right? No, I see people tweeting about Rhapsody's album. I have not heard anybody tweet anything about designer. Okay, that don't mean it's not good. As well, they don't okay, but it. who's talking about him? That's my that's my point. Nobody is talking about designer. Designer had panda. He had he went number one, and then he disappeared. He's no longer relevant. Okay. If you're if if you're out there listening and you listen to designer, tweet me because nobody is tweeting about this guy. Not a soul. And I follow a very wide variety of people on Twitter that talk about music. Rhapsody comes up a lot. Cardi B comes up a lot. Nicki Minaj comes up a lot. A lot of rappers come out, come up. Designer is, he's a ghost. Oh, he has another song he called Holy, he has a song called Holy Ghost also too. Okay. And, and like I'm saying, this is the first I'm hearing about it. And I'm not one of those people who, you know, lives in my own little world and doesn't really branch out musically. I feel like if the song was good, someone would have tweeted about it. You haven't even tweeted about it. I tweet designer songs all the time. Check my Twitter feed. You might tweet that you're listening to it, but you don't talk about the song. I don't talk about a lot of songs. I don't really talk about anything on Twitter. I usually do retweet stuff. I don't really... That's, 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 I, that's what I'm going off of. Like, even you won't tweet about a song. Doesn't, I don't tweet about anything. What are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. I'm saying that nobody wants to talk about designer. Yeah, but just because somebody's talking about something doesn't mean they're great. It's just what's hot right okay. now. We're talking relevancy. 
Next topic. Well, again, time will tell. Time <laughs> We're will not tell. getting anywhere. I, I feel like time has told on designer. His time it, has. it has. It has. He just time, does not want to accept it. Time will tell on Cardi B because right. I can't foresee myself She's listening to. She's already accomplished more, but okay. Let's how do you? On. How can you say that? Did like, you not what hear more? what Marcus just said? What has designer done besides have a number one song and a feature on Kanye's album of relevancy? What has he done? Did he get to meet Beyonce? No, well, he works with Kanye West, so I'm pretty sure he probably did. No, but no, again, no, 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 no. This, this, is, this, this is a wild hot take. We, we will see. Like I said, we'll have this conversation next year, and I hope that Cardi y'all have won. the same energy if Cardi B is you nowhere also, to be found musically. Just, so. just to put things in perspective, you also said the same thing about the Migos also. So that's you. You said that. No, I didn't. I said, fi- said I said five. Years. I said five years from now. Okay, so that's we're almost we're almost three years deep. <laughs> so no, what? If we're, are we talking about just? No, I culture? said five years from Bad and Bougie. Okay, so we're almost two years in. Doesn't okay. look like they're going anywhere. Just just gonna put that out there. That's your track record. It's still unproven. Like that. That doesn't. You're you're like trying to prove a point that's not there. Like. You're the one that's saying that designer might not be around in the next four years. Like, I don't know why anybody would say that. Okay. Well, again, I still haven't finished the Culture album because it was not good to me. So it is what it is. A lot of people think they all sound exactly the same. There's nothing really special about them. They don't really have no bars, but, you know, tomato, tomato. So shout out to the Migos. But, yeah, it's, like I said, time time will tell. Like, it's the music game these days is so hit and miss. You know, somebody tomorrow could pop up, be the next hottest thing to slice bread, and we'll never hear about any of, the, of these other people again. So, like, I know Culture 2 is coming out. I have that doesn't excite me. Like, I have no desire to listen to that. Like, the Big Crit CD is coming out, or it's out now. I'm looking forward to that. But, like, nah, we're not going to do that. Not going to do that. So, I think that wraps things up. I think we hit everything of importance. Y'all got any shout outs to close the podcast? Yeah, shout out to Crit. I've I listened to the the first disc. I really enjoyed it. You know, actually, shout out to the people that are already writing reviews about this album. Like, what are you doing? Like, there's no way that you can listen to everything that he was trying to say in a double disc album in three hours. You don't already have your hot takes and conclusions about the whole album. Give it some time. Stop trying to be first all the time. And just enjoy the music, let it breathe for a little bit. I don't need your review on it six hours after the album drops. Gotta get those retweets. It's all about the retweets. Gotta pay the bills, man. Shit, I might write a review and I ain't heard that album yet. So Well, I have a shout out. So mine is gonna go out to Wonderless Gay. Yeah. Uh G, you know who you are. Um, you can find her on Instagram at Wonderless Gay. And let me just tell you, well, first of all, I'm gonna be a little bit biased because she's my best friend's sister. So automatically, I love her. She's like my own. However, she's been making these by hand, these stone necklaces. And they look beautiful. I can't wait. I just ordered my own. I can't wait for them to get here in a few days. And all the proceeds are actually going to go towards hurricane relief funds for Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands. So, um, again, for those of you who are kind of like, oh, I don't know how to help. I don't know how to help you know puerto rico or the virgin islands or whatever whatever first of all you have the internet so stop it second of all follow her because her necklaces are beautiful and each stone has its own meaning it promotes positive energy um and things like that so definitely check her out wonderless gay yeah and that's gonna be w-a-n-d-e-e-r-l-s-u 
yeah, L L U S T G A I A. One looks gay, yeah. And um, yeah, check her, check herself out. I can't wait for my stuff to come in, and I'll be able to tweet them. So well, go maybe out we and help. Can, uh, post a picture of it. That's what I'm saying. Tweet it, post a picture. Hello, Miss. Well, it's the same thing. Oh, okay. Just uh, just keep you on your toes. <laughs> Uh, shout out to uh, Trill T. Always shout out to um, <clears throat> oh, I'm choking. Shout out to Trill T. Shout out to uh, Rob Get Wavy, Wavy Podcast. Shout out to Reduce Lunch Podcast. Shout out to Dover. Shout out to Siren. Shout out to Dolphin Savage. Shout out to El Breezy. Shout out to Decoy. Everybody, Bangs Committee Podcast. Again, you can follow me at Southbreeze 706. You follow uh, Marcus at Marcus underscore Sniffle. And I have no idea with uh, El Chapa's Twitter ad is. So, at El Chapa, what you mean? I don't speak Spanish, so yeah, Fuck man. You. Rock with the committee. Wow, uh, <laughs> build that wall. So shout out to everybody <laughs> who messes messes with us. Listen to the podcast. Definitely share it with your friends. Uh, retweet the posts so we can reach a bigger audience. You know, spread our ultra racist podcast with the world. This committee podcast committee adjourned. That sounds oh. terrible. Oh. Oh. No, nah, we're not doing no. that. It's the way you said it. Because I couldn't that, in my head, I couldn't in my head with a straight face say that. I'm sorry, you can't. That hurt. Yeah. Well, apparently, people <laughs> like. Apparently, right. people like that. Like, but I'm like, ah. The idea know. of it sounds good, committee adjourned, but it can. You're saying it weird. Maybe it's how you said it. I don't know. I think it's how you said it. My body is rejecting saying that <laughs> nonsense. So. Yeah, we we'll have to figure out something better. So, it's committee, we out. Peace. <laughs>